Okay, so wait, hold on. I got to start recording. Oh, it is recording. All right. So anyway, so yeah. So now, uh, chapter <laughs> six of our playthrough through Earthbound Beginnings. But I guess before we begin, uh, you know, it's now the game is now available on the Switch online to play for free. So a lot more accessible um, in a legal manner for uh, U.S sourced people and probably European as well. I don't know. I don't really know the distribution and the availability. But that's great. I think it's awesome that more people can play it and that it's on another system that more people might have in the first place. Oh, um, well, I mean, if you're going to compare the numbers of the Wii U to the Switch, um, I, without even looking at them, I would say there's probably 15 times more Switch owners than there were Wii U owners. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kind of a shame. I, I like the Wii U. I don't know if I'm just being a hipster, um, like the weird, like one of the few people who actually like it. Uh, but the games on it were really good, and oh, for sure, you've seen almost all of the good games be ported to the Switch, where the people also praise them there. So anyway, uh, little tangent before we get started. So I think where we last left off, um, I was in the mansion. Uh, uh-huh. And I forget what you were doing. Uh, I had just met Anna. I was taking her around to get her some cool things to wear. Um, and was planning to head back to Spookane, because I hadn't been there yet, um, to make sure I did that little tangent. And then I don't remember where I was exactly. But maybe Magicant or something, you know, somewhere along those lines. Uh, okay, so yeah, so uh, what I've done in the in the week since we last had this episode, um, look up a guide on how to get through the haunted house because <laughs> I got lost in there for at least like an hour and a half, and I did not have the patience to like actually map out the entire maze. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think the straw that broke the camel's back was after going through a bunch of different hallways and doors and whatever, uh, you get to a room with a present and it's empty. <laughs> so that sounds right. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? That's it. I, I, I can't take this anymore. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, you traverse, you, there's like weird, I, I don't know. I don't know who's heckling you, but as you're going throughout the haunted mm. mansion, um, some kind of spirit seems to be giggling at you and telling you that you, you're not going to make it out alive. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is that just a random ghost? Is that supposed to be the ghost of the youngest Rosemary that somebody says in town? They like, they really don't like the youngest Rosemary kid. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Creepy. And I don't know if okay. it's ever going to pay out. Um, and yeah, I guess one of the things was I feel like this whole building is maybe a reference to The Shining. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of kind of like an isolated mansion, or, you know, in The Shining it was a hotel. Um, but the hotels in Earthbound's world are even smaller than this mansion. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, there's like some kind of just like spirit in the background that's kind of heckling you. Uh, and then eventually you get to the piano. Uh, that's your fourth melody that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then I used the onyx hook to get out of there as soon as possible because I was just done with that area. Nice. So did you notice anything? Um, I know that you got to there on the most recent playthrough. Yeah, no, like you said, uh, on your recommendation, I just looked up the quickest way to get there um, after I had explored a little bit. Like, I just went, like, left at every door yeah. to see where I, how big the place was, and it's it's too big. <laughs> the answer is it's way too big. Um, and there are definitely some rooms that, like, loop you back on yourself as well. And once I found that, I was, I was done. Uh, so then I looked it up. It's easy. Uh, it's like four rooms yep. if you know where you're going. So otherwise, yeah, it's super hard. I got killed by some suits of armor. Yep. Uh, or at least they killed one of my characters, and I was like, nah, that's that's not fair. I want to at least be leveling up if I'm going to be wandering around in here. So yeah, yeah. No. It, and did you ever get stoned? Actually, no. I think I only got dehydrated like once. Also, so it wasn't. I wasn't getting all the fun kinds of terrible calamities. Um, just got smashed by some physical attacks. Uh, yeah, no, I, the same thing happened to me. I, I definitely abused the save states to get through that. Like, before every door, I would mm -hmm. do a save state and then kind of go back. And even with that, um, I, I think I ran into those rooms that you were just referencing that kind of double back on themselves. Because mm -hmm. um, typically you walk through um, on the when you enter the door, it's on the right side, uh, yeah. and then the left side it branches off into two. But then you get to a point where you walk through the door, and then the other door appears on the right wall. I, I don't know; it was very disorienting. Um, it is. It's very interesting to think about your shining reference, though. Like as I'm wondering, like what's going on with this place. It seems like it's a kind of, um, you know, it's a maze. You're trapped in it. And mazes are about, you know, being lost and being stuck and trying to retrace your steps. Um, and in The Shining, at least the movie, it's like a writer who's in this hotel, right? And with his family. And he's trying to write a book, but he's actually just writing a sentence over and over. Um, all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. Mm -hmm. um, and he, you know, eventually goes totally homicidally crazy. Uh, and he, um, well, anyway, so thinking about that in the context of this, I wonder if this is a point where we're seeing like the creator or the developers, the whole team, sort of like hitting a wall uh, creatively. Because it's a it's a weird kind of dungeon um, that they've done before. Also, it bears repeating. Like we've seen this in the setup of the caves in Magic Cant. It's the same exact structure of one door goes to two doors, mm -hmm. and then whichever one you choose goes to two more doors. Um, but it's just way bigger, and it's darker and spookier, and there's periodically sections where you're going down long, long flights of stairs. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so it seems to me like a kind of, I don't know, way of thinking about being in the midst of a really big project and, and starting to be a little bit uh, in despair of ever finishing it. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. But we, yeah. Like you said, I don't know that there's necessarily a a, a one to one answer here about what this place is or who used to live here or anything like that. Yeah, and um, you know, you mentioned the maze um, element of it uh, in The Shining. Um, again, in the in the movie, I don't know about the book. Uh, the end of it is is them running through a maze. Um, yeah, out in the garden. Yeah, yeah. So, and then also, uh, if if Stanley Kubrick, when he was directing the movie, um, employed a lot of different methods to make the hotel seem like disorientating to the to the viewer as well. Sure. Um, so. Not sure if that was an intentional nod by the people making this game, or if it's just they, like you said, lost passion, or they're just like let's let's pad out like the length of this game by just making how like I guess I should have gone back and seen how many dead ends there were. Um, so many, I all but one, right? Yeah, so but I, but I don't know how many that like ends up being. Yeah, numbers wise. But, and but it isn't that many rooms for them to program, right? It's just right. like a copy paste job. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. It's very lazy. I think um, so. Yeah, and or efficient, like yeah. But but there's definitely a a reference in the Rosemary name, like that's definitely pointing us towards that Stephen King world. And whether that's in the original game or whether that's the translator, I don't know. But somebody was picking up on the same kind of vibe that you're pointing out. And, yeah, I guess yeah. my one question would be: Is is there a way to actually get the information on where you're supposed to go, um, or to get some hints? I know I dismissed the one woman who offered secrets oh, yeah. for a thousand dollars. I don't know what she tells you, um, but it seems very <laughs> punishing if. You know, you don't. If there isn't a way to figure that out, um, right, right. The hint lady. I don't know how specific her hints would have been, um, but it does bear mentioning that this is totally optional at this point in the game. At least you don't have to do the mansion. Um, but again, there might not be any way to really know that as a player, to know that you don't have to do this thing right now because there isn't like anything at the end of it other than a melody that you just need to get before the end of the game. So, yeah, there's not even an, a a boss or, you know, super nope. strong enemy that you have to beat. You literally just get to the room. Um, check you have the to know piano. to play the piano. Yeah, you have to check the piano because the mouse does give you that hint at the start. Um, but there's nothing obviously like it's not clear that you can interact with the piano any more than with any of the other little props like chairs and uh, fireplaces and stuff throughout the mansion. Yeah, so we got the fourth thing, and so after I completed the the fourth melody, um, I ended up to go seek out uh, Anna. I, forget, I think I just walked there. I don't know if I got on a... No, I think I used the Onyx hook to get out. I forget how I got there. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, you end up there. Um, all the adults seem to be missing. Uh, and then you go and you find Anna's house, which seems more like a church. It is, weirdly. Um, it has that feel to it. And 
I think it's again a reused um, palette or whatever from the church in the cemetery way back at the start of the game, mm. uh, where there is a dude there. Uh, he doesn't seem to do anything. Um, her dad though will feed you and heal you up. Um, so he at least has a, a function here. Uh, and again, yeah, they're they're looking for her mom, and this is something she apparently has been waiting for you to arrive. Like. Um, she has psychic powers, she has telepathy, she has life up, um, but she has offen offensive spells too, which are, uh, they quickly become really powerful. She, by level 12 or so, is like dealing way more damage than uh, either of the other two um, using a, a beam attack. Um, yeah, she's she's a little bit broken, I think, actually. Uh, but it's good to know that there's light at the end of that tunnel because right now she's in my playthrough at least um, severely under leveled. And I even tried oh, for sure. PK yeah. freeze on something and it did like 10 damage. It was awful. Um, but yeah, so no, I, yeah. It, it, is there supposed to be, um, I, I guess, it. Is she supposed to be re religious in this game? Um, I know in, in Earthbound, obviously, when you when you play as Paula, one of her uh, abilities is to pray. Um, yeah. But with that, you know, we didn't discover Paula in a church or anything like that. She was just at her uh, preschool or school, right. whatever. Uh, so there was never any kind of like direct, I, I guess, religious um, connection there. Um, I guess not, but she's also like been kidnapped as part of this cult. Uh, so someone is recognizing some sort of either religious or you know supernatural pseudo religious power in her. Uh, yeah, no, that's a really interesting question. I also picked up, and you'll see this when you get there, the music thing again. There's a different music in. The, uh, I think it's played in the first time you meet Paula when she's in the cabin. Um, there's this song that's playing that's kind of sad, but also like determined, you know? Mm -hmm. And it plays in this game in Youngtown. So it's not directly related with Anna, but she is the one who like tells you, we need to go to Youngtown. Um, it's, it, and it's a town, again, yeah, where there apparently are no adults. They've all disappeared and the kids are all very upset about it um so there is some kind of weird just uh like connection there um between her house which is like a church where there's one parent but not the other to the preschool where it's like a place where kids go while their parents can't take care of them to this town where it's just kids because all the parents have been abducted um one of the kids there says, like, a spaceship came and took all of their moms and dads away. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's pretty wild. Um, and here's the thing that I was wondering about. Speaking of, like, supernatural things. Um, so Ninten has psychic powers. Anna has psychic powers. And some of them overlap. Um, but Lloyd doesn't. Lloyd has no psychic powers, uh, yet all three of them seem to 
uh, go to Magicant, you know, which like requires psychic ability to 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 manifest or maybe just to travel to. Um, so there's something weird going on with like the uh, yeah the connection between um, your psychic abilities and your uh, your friendships, your relationships uh, in this game, and I don't don't quite know what to make of that. Um, yeah, yeah, I hadn't considered that. That's actually a very interesting point that I need to chew on before I guess I have like a meaningful thought about it. Um, yeah, and I don't think... So yeah, after I got Anna, um, I think she died like almost immediately. That first enemy <laughs> I ran into hit her and, she, and so I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to Magicant. So I got there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, none of the NPC dialogue changes, I guess. And I don't know if that was a deliberate choice or just a limitation on the hardware, but they only ever refer to Nintendo, um, mm -hmm. even there. I have to imagine that that's just because there's limited space. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to, what? so, so I, yeah, so I went to Magicant after getting her, got some gear, trekked through, got back out. And then I I guess I went up to Union Station because I was like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. I, I looked at the map. Youngtown is to the east of yep. Union Station. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe the train's open by now. Um, it's not. And if you try to take, if you try to walk along those train tracks, the bridge has been, uh, there's a bridge that the train has to go over that's just completely out. Um, All right. So I think I went the wrong way. Um, no, no, you're right in the right neighborhood. So the only thing, so you just like keep walking around there. Uh, I think if you go down, you run into some trees. You can't go that way. But if you go up, you'll be able to pick out a path that gets you around the uh, the destroyed bridge. So no, you gotta from, be kidding me. Yeah, from from the broken bridge, all you gotta do is keep walking around, walk up. And around and you'll come down and you'll have to go through the desert and the desert's pretty gnarly um you've got enemies there that poison you and shoot um death beams at you um fortunately none of them have like too much hp so it's not too bad uh and it's a decent place to level because on the other side of the desert if you can get through it um, is Youngtown, and there's a place in Youngtown you can sleep for free, and you, uh, yeah, you. It's just worth it's worth going there first. I would argue than trying to explore the desert too much at first. So that's what I would recommend. Uh, where were you uh, earlier today when I got to the bridge? And <laughs> I Sorry. said, I said, oh, I was like, oh, maybe I have to go up north because like I didn't spend a ton of time in um, Snowman. Uh-huh. No, yeah. So I thought like, oh, maybe I just missed something down there. Um, oh no. So I, I ended up yeah. buying a train to there. Realized <laughs> that th that didn't do anything. So then I went back up to Reindeer. Uh, oh, and I, sure. And I started looking for the the wise old man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So See, I remembered what I remembered about the wise old man. And I think someone in town tells you that too, is that he just gives you unlimited medicine, mm -hmm. um, which is handy, but also, as we've mentioned, as is 
well known about these games, the inventory system is really a hassle. And so you can only carry so much anyway. Um, so you can get some medicine and you can sell it and make some money or you, you know, can use it if you need it. But like, I don't think there's any super necessary stuff to go along with that guy up there in the mountains. I think that's kind of just a, a gag and a, a red herring. Um, I don't remember there being another song up there or anything like that. So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that there is. So you go up the mountain. Um, and I guess I'll save you the time in case you didn't want to explore. So basically, you go up the mountain. You come to this big house. You walk in. Uh, there's a kid who looks like a younger version of you. Um, and one mm. of the healer sprites are there. And you talk to the kid. And he goes says something like, yeah, I can't understand when the old man speaks either. And so you go and talk <laughs> to the old man. And it's just a bunch of... Mm, um, stuff so i'm like okay uh this is the first time i think i actually tried to use telepathy uh, oh wow on someone and it worked and it it it, so the doctor was thinking i guess you know i can't speak without my dentures in (laughs) so if you continue around the mountain there's a sign eventually that says something about nearing some kind of triangle like like the bermuda triangle i guess oh weird but under that sign are the dentures so after you pick those up you go back to the doctor um, you give him the dentures and then he talks about how his secret method of staying healthy is to gargle (laughs) and so he gargles strong he gargles strong long um, and then he just, yeah, he, he maxes out your inventory with mouthwash. That's awesome. So that's, <laughs> that's where I stopped. So I guess I have some more backtracking to do. It's not that hard to get to him. Um, especially since, okay. you know, if you were to go now, I'm sure you're well over leveled to get there. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything else there. I might try to seek that out, um, before leaving, but yeah, basically, I guess I, if you don't want to go and explore you you know what you're going to find up there no it's worth doing i think it's the only way to cure the cold i was looking this up i was like okay so what do the healing spells do they heal various ailments but i don't think there's any ability you learn that will ever cure the cold which is really funny to me all right um we don't have a cure for the common cold uh so that's like the only place you can get um Mouthwashes, other than I guess buying them, maybe finding them some places. So, uh, is this a translation error, or is this some kind of uh, remedy in Japan for getting rid of the common cold, or is this just something <laughs> supposed to be inane? Uh, I have no idea. It's such an old man thing, though. I feel like it's probably universal. Uh, this is definitely one of my dad's home remedies: gargling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not mouthwash though he would always gargle water with uh salt salt water yeah and no i've heard that one before uh, quick, throat and stuff. quick quick tangent since we're going to talk about weird home remedies have you ever seen the show nathan for you no it's uh it was a show on comedy central where this guy came up with like it, it, it's supposed to be a parody of those shows that it's like kitchen nightmares and that kind of stuff where you go into a failing business and try to help them revamp it and and whatever. Uh, 
And so he went to a gas station one time and he had some like cockamamie scheme where it's like, you'll give everyone free gas, but they have to like redeem the coupon at the top of this like mountain, you know, hoping to dissuade people who, who got the free gas from like actually redeeming the coupon. (laughs) Um, And so, and so I guess, yeah, so so there's just like this weird clip at the end. Oh, what, whatever, it doesn't matter. But one of the people <laughs> during it like drinks their own urine or something like oh. that. I forget how it comes up. But so at the so at the end, Nathan is talking to the gas station guy, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, you know, I'm sorry that this didn't work out very well, um, but you know, at least we got to I, at least I got to meet you and these other people. Uh, the one guy was pretty weird. He drinks his own urine and the the gas station attendant who's this kind of like old i don't know where he would be from maybe greek i, I don't know uh but he's like he's like yeah it's he said something about like a home remedy being like drinking his like kids urine oh i'll sure. link it in the discord but it's just so funny cuz like it's the only time they uh, the guy the host of the show is always the one kind of like with the shock humor and saying like absurd stuff but like Nathan, when the guy says, like, oh, yeah, drink your grandson's pee, he's like, well, who told you that? He's like, oh, my grandmother. My, my grandmother <laughs> says, if you're scared. And it's like, scared of what? What would you have to be? But apparently after the age of five, you can't drink uh, any children's urine anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a hilarious powers. Yeah, I guess so. I don't. It's not pure anymore. Sure. Or innocent. So, um yeah, sorry about that that wild tangent. I just like to bring up that story whenever possible. I I think it's in this might be the one place where that story is like totally relevant. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly I mean, the same thing that we get in this game. <laughs> right. Right. Um so yeah, so I didn't do much more aside from that. I don't even think I'm trying to think if I even like talked to anyone mean you know, aside from obviously the healer. Um no, so reindeer feels like a totally just it's just there. I mean there there's really nothing to it other than the old man with the with the mouthwash, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you get the hat there. Oh well sure. Yep, yep. If you go to Anna before getting the hat, does she still come with you? That's a great question. Uh I would assume so, although maybe she tells you you have to bring her her hat, and then, yeah, you're kind of stuck in a little loop there. I don't know. Or that person just kind of there to be like, hey, this is the, you probably picked reindeer first. Here's one of the Mm -hmm. first NPCs that you run into. They're going to kind of guide you and give you that hint. Um, That's interesting. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, that's, well, it's similar to, I was looking at some, uh, screenshots and stuff, and apparently you can bring Pippi with you up to the zoo. Uh, like, if you don't take her home right away, she'll stick around with you, and you can go and do some of the next few things with her. I don't know for how long she'll she'll tag along. Like, presumably she can't go to Magic Camp with you, but anyway, yeah. So I think there are some some interesting sort of points where maybe different things are possible depending on some decisions you make and, and where you go first. But, 
which if that is the case would be for make for a really cool mechanic in an RPG uh, considering how linear most of them are. Yeah. Yeah, if there if there are some kind of cool sequence breaking, um, that'd be appreciated. So, uh, all right. So you got to Youngtown. Uh, did you did. do any exploring there? I talked to a bunch of people. I gained a very important power. Um, oh, you learn teleport from a baby, and it's okay. awesome just because it's similar to. Teleporting in Earthbound. In this one, uh, you like have to run really fast, and then you'll zip to. Uh, you can choose from the places that you've been before. So, oh, super handy to zip around the map. Okay, so I know exactly where I'm going to be going next. Uh, you know, uh, since I should have been there by now, why don't you just tell us a little bit about like what our goal is um, after getting to you know where they're pointing you in the next direction after getting teleported. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like I said, there is definitely some more stuff to do exploring in the desert, which I haven't done yet, um, but I know that there is stuff there. Um, but once you get to Youngtown, the, the pretty clear indication is like, okay, you got to go to L.A. next, because beyond L.A. are the mountains where the um, spacecraft has taken the parents. Um, some of the kids there seem to be psychic. One of the kids is this baby who teaches you teleport, and the other... Um, there's a kid who's like, I hear my dad's voice calling to me um, from these mountains, but I, I'm not strong enough to make the journey there. Um, so anyway, yeah, it seems like, you know, whatever happened to Anna's mom, possibly whatever happened to your great-grandparents uh, has happened here as well, and that these mountains are the destination. And so we've got to do L.A. and then get to the mountains. Um, that that's, seems to be the next, next steps. But I'm going to go back and explore the desert a little bit more. I know there's at least one important thing there because I was exploring a little bit and I ran into a boss fight where I, I got totally creamed. It hits you for like 200-something damage. Um, but there seems to be a trick to this. There's a guy uh, by an oasis. He's got a tank, and he'll let you ride in the tank once you get 10 ticket stubs from taking um, uh, forest plane flights with him in his plane. Um, so I just needed to clear out my inventory a little bit so I could do that. So that's, that's what I'll do first. Take okay. some, some flights. I'll do that tank, as well. Stomp the big boss um, and do whatever it is that's hiding behind that. Yeah, yeah well, and I guess just to kind of... Uh, one other thing that happened to me um, was... I called to save the game uh, with my dad, and I think this was the first time that the game was truly breaking the fourth wall. Uh, it started asking me about my name, um, the oh, player. Oh, interesting. And so I had to put that in. Uh, you know, again, similar mechanic in Earthbound, but once you get to Summers, I think that's the first time you put in your name, right? It's... Yeah, it's like, uh, I think he calls you, it's Tony, right? He calls you and he wants to know your name. and, and But I think a little bit later he'll call and confirm as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's another thing. Um, the game, the dad is like talking to you directly and is thanking you um, for your help, uh, helping Nintendo on his journey. Um, oh, which, wow. I th which I thought was a pretty cool, nice touch. I, I appreciate that. Uh, 
I didn't get that yet. I guess I got a call. Oh, huh. Well, I assume that you're using save states as well, right? Yeah, that's how I load the game usually. Yeah, it's so much easier that way. So I did find that I would go long stretches of time without calling him, and that could bite me in the butt if I ended up dying and having to go back. Um, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah so I, I've been trying to... Anytime I, like, I see a phone and I remember it, uh, I try to call. So it's just kind of a coincidence um, that I ended up calling and getting that. I wonder what would happen if you got to the end of the game without ever calling your, your dad again. Right. I don't know. You might have to yeah, take that yeah. one for the team. Uh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> but something, again, to, to look up to, to see... Like, what are some of the things you can do in this game and things that you can't? Uh, it does seem like it, it opens up some interesting... Um, yeah, just little chinks in, the, in the, the carefully plotted sequence of the, of the story. Uh, yeah, and I just thought of another question. Have you been able to use telepathy on any other NPC? The healer in the mountain is the first one that I was able to successfully mm -hmm. use it on, but I, I've been using it very sparingly. Yeah, I want to say there's at least a couple more. I know the cat in Magicant is one. Um, I feel like there's a few others, and and the baby in in Youngtown. He'll uh, he'll goo and ga at you, but everyone's telling you there's this telep. There's this telepathic baby, um, so it's pretty clear that you need to use telepathy to talk to him. Yeah, I guess any person that you think that you should be able to talk to and can't um, right. indicates probably right. you have to use telepathy. What a weird thing, though. Well, it's so unnecessary. I, yeah, it's kind of like it makes you, yeah, it makes you access the menu to do a thing that really shouldn't be necessary, you know? Um, I feel like that's part of the charm of the game, although it is a little bit annoying. I'm not sure. I'm not well, sure what to make of that. What, what use is there of telepathy? I, I, you can't use it in battle, right? No, it's not even an option. So yeah, it it's literally just a third option when interacting with something. You can either talk, check, or use telepathy. Yeah, well, it's kind of like the eat option in your inventory menu, right? It's like, why bother putting that in there? There's like one item I know of, right? The bread. You can use it, it'll turn to crumbs, or you can eat it. Um, but other than that, I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just a... Huh. Just dawned on me that I, I could eat the bread. You that makes a lot bread. of sense. Oh, yeah. The crumbs are way more useful. How does the bread work? Uh, you use it, and it changes to crumbs, and it says something like, you know, whoever it is started laying down crumbs. Um, and then when you use the crumbs, it says, okay, now we're going to follow the crumbs back to the beginning. And it okay. just it, it warps you back to wherever you initially used the bread. So you could, use, really it, you could use it in, like, the initial room in the mansion, use mm -hmm. the bread, and then as soon as you get to the end, you use that to get back out. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Precisely. Well, interesting. Well... I'm excited to see where we go from here. I guess I'm going to have to go back down the mountain, go back up Pat. to Union Station, and uh, get to the desert. Um, should I... Which pendant would be good for the desert? 
Uh, there's enemies there that explode. I don't know if that counts as fire damage. It doesn't seem to make a difference. Yeah, I don't think so. Honestly, yeah, they use beam attacks. Again, you gotta have those Franklin badges. And right now I think we have only two, so one of your characters is at risk of getting hit KO'd, which is just the way the game goes, I guess. Yeah, um, that's un very unfortunate yeah. for Lloyd, since I find him to be the weakest of the three. Oh, he totally is, yeah. Just kind uh, of useless. Hey, but there's a laser beam weapon. I haven't tried using it yet. Obviously, the bottle rockets kind of suck in this game, but the laser beam weapon might be really strong. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm hoarding it at the moment. Uh, just to stand up for Lloyd, who is my namesake uh, in, in these games. Listen, any any references to real life characters is is like unintentional. What's that? What's that? You always see at the beginning of like South Park or whenever we used to, you used to watch like Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV. <laughs> the disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's the game is getting better at this point. Um. You know, yeah. Now you have three characters to play with, so you have a lot more variety in terms of how to fight and, and do stuff, and the story's picking up. So uh, I'm excited to play, get to Youngtown, maybe get to the mountains. Right on. All right, well, I guess I'll, I'll do this again next week. Yeah. All right.